Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Welcome to the Shit Show. Cock madame. That's the name of a strip club. <laughs> Kia ora, Itefano. Um, we are back and we are not as early in the morning as we were last time waking up everyone in the house around us. Squish, we are back to back to an afternoon slash evening record. How are you feeling about it? I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. I hate it, yeah. No, no, we got some real good feedback from our, our morning chaos, which, you know, I like that. So that's good. I think we should continue with that. But you've got a flight tomorrow, so we can't. Someone said we were more um, unfiltered than normal, which I didn't think we were anything out of the ordinary. I thought we were just general wacko, but I guess even more so than you. <laughs> oh, I suppose that's, I don't know, good feedback. I'm claiming that is good. Yeah. But next week next week we'll be back to our usual shenanigans. Morning, morning chaos. Yes, I want to do, I want to continue in the mornings because they're fun. Nick, I've been filming a TikTok of a day in the life today. Get up 5 a.m., Type, 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 type. Literally, a Cisco day in the life. I really breezed over the um, writing of the newsletter because it was so dark. I just couldn't film anything. <laughs> and so it's like, it's it's a day in the life holiday edition in Wanaka because Flo keeps telling me, my flatmate, like, Lucy, your TikTok is not going to pop off because people can't see your face and all of your ones are stupid because you're not showing people anything. So she's making me do a day in the life. People are going to think that running Cisco is so easy. It's like, oh, I'm down in Wanaka, went to a cafe. No, I know. <laughs> I'm going to have to say this isn't the usual, this isn't a usual day of the life because. Yeah, usually usually you're in Auckland. In Auckland, went to a cafe. <laughs> no, usually, well, I did actually zoom in on, I sat down at the cafe. There was already 66 responses to the morning newsletter that I literally just sent out. So people could see that I sit there and I get stressed out by how many emails I got to reply to. But today has been a good day to film because it's a long one because we have the 5pm podcast record on the other end. Oh, am I on TikTok right now? Um, Well, the thing is, you're on my phone right now, so I can't actually film. It's a bit of a it's a bit of an ish because oh. I really wanted to film you and like put get, my thumb. Get Flo's over phone. You. Get get Flo's phone. No, and just do it now. now you're just chasing for clout. You're not. You're not being in it. It's just admin. <laughs> I just got this new jumper. I want everybody to see it. Anyway, anyway. Nick, weirdest thing you saw on the internet this week, and for everyone else, it will be my TikToks. But for you, for me, it was. Um, well, this is the headline, I guess. French scientist apologizes. Says space telescope image of distant star was actually just chorizo. <laughs> So, what the fuck, Nick? A French scientist is in hot water after he trolled his Twitter followers with a picture of what he said was of a distant star taken by the James Webb Space Telescope, uh, which we talked about a couple of weeks ago, you know, Hmm. NASA's newest toy, the biggest space telescope ever, and, you know, the world's best scientific bit of equipment. But in reality, he tweeted out a piece of sausage. Um, If you look at the photo, and I'll, I'll put it on the... Did he troll on purpose? Yeah, yeah, and he's he's even got like oh I love that 
it's it's a legit tweet it's like picture of proxima centauri the nearest star to the sun located 4.2 light years away from us it was taken by james webb space telescope um this level of detail a new world is unveiled every day but it is like if you saw the picture without knowing it was a piece of chorizo you'd think oh my god look at that because it's gone now got like it's red and it's got these white spots all over it like oh my god are they like sunspots like solar flares wow this is incredible but then when you know it's a piece of chorizo it's just a piece of chorizo now you're saying chorizo quite confidently over there i've got no idea how you actually pronounce it i don't know that was probably insulting have you frozen no lucy i'm here He's frozen. No, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm here. I don't know where he's I'm here. Wait, Nick. Hello. Do you know that you froze for so long? I have never frozen. You've been speaking to me the whole- Oh, could you hear me? Yeah. Nick, it's so weird. I couldn't hear you. Um, Anyway, you're always really good at finding the weirdest thing, I'll have to say. Especially when it's- when it's like smoked sausage based. Like, my, my Twitter is space cycling and- Smoke sausage. Well, speaking of cycling, you can help me with my weirdest thing because I actually messaged Ooh. you about it when I saw it. So, meet Tour de France workers who transform giant graffiti penises on course into work of art. So, this... I mean, some people would argue that the giant graffiti penises are works of art, yeah. but whatever. And, like, who are we to be the... What's the word? Be the deciders, there's a way better word, the arbiters of what is art and what's not. Anyway, so Nick, basically there's giant graffiti penises that are drawn on the Tour de France course and two men drive around the roads beforehand, like painting over them to make them into things like owls and stuff. Ah. Wait, did you not know this happened? Well, I know that people paint all over the roads, like people paint their favourite names and people paint LA, 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 and I guess people paint penises as well i don't know that there's a team of of people the fun police these two guys basically go around and or maybe it's more than two people go around before the tour de france and paint over the giant penises and i really like just one line in the story that said schlong road home instead of a long road home simple simple things eh, Liz? simple things at the end of a long day will really just tickle me i like this line here uh, they are trying to prevent tv cameras from picking up the wrong kind of french cock <laughs> Well, I don't know what the other French cock is. Like a rooster. Yeah, like a chicken. Oh. You know, coq au vent. Chicken and red wine. <laughs> no, coq madame. Coq monsieur. Croc madame. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to put an R18 warning at the front of this. Coq madame. Coq madame. That's the name of a strip club. <laughs> A strip club slashed with a toasted sandwich. God. <laughs> Actually, that sounds real good. Ruby, delete that. Speaking of Trump's probably favourite place to go after his new strip club, Cock Madame, um, Mar-a-Lago, Nick, except for his um, privacy has been invaded, has it? His privacy has gone straight out the window. <laughs> What's happened? <laughs> well, the FBI have come in, I was going to say all guns blazing, but... I imagine it was fairly docile. Oh, well, it's America. Yeah, exactly. But they would have definitely had guns, that's for sure. Um, former president, DJT, said on Monday that the FBI had searched his Palm Beach, Florida home and had broken open a safe, which sort of signals that a major escalation in the in the various investigations into the final stages of his pre- presidency. And before you all go saying, you know, like, I know you all will, this is a Democratic hit job, 
you know, just like our friends over at Fox News, the director of the FBI, which is currently raiding his home, was appointed by Donald Trump. So that's just a little interesting wee tidbit that our conservative friends like to ignore. The search, according to multiple people, multiple people familiar with the investigation, appeared to be focused on material that Trump brought with him to Florida when he left the White House. Usually I like to leave my work at work and not bring it home, but whatever. Um, apparently these boxes contain many pages of classified documents. Um, the same sort of documents that, according to other reports out this week, separate to this, that Trump used to regularly flush down the toilet. Um <laughs> Have you seen that? Have you seen those photos, Lucy? There are literally photos. There's this new book out about Trump and all this sort of stuff. But alongside the book has like these photos of like, I don't know, someone must have gone into the toilet after Trump, which I don't know why they would do that. And there are like documents written in his handwriting in Sharpie. You can see them <laughs> in the toilet. So he's tried to flush them down and they have, and I don't know, he's given up and they're okay. just sitting there. Nick. Once again, is this giving you normie energy? I don't know. He would not even do that. <laughs> Everyone normies our dad and he listened to last week's episode where, Nick, was it your eye that said he was like Trump? You said it. I would never say something so horrible about our beautiful father. No, because he's not really, but he texted he text us or he texts me afterwards saying, just listen to this week's episode. <laughs> Fuck you or something. Normie, if you're listening. <laughs> Hey. Stop trying to flush your documents down the toilet, your real estate documents. Actually, this could be a good test to see if he does listen. If you listen to this, text the family chat. <laughs> text something. Text a duck emoji. Um, anyway, this, <laughs> I shall continue with the, the Trump story. Um, so this isn't some like, can we search your glove, po- glove box type stuff. Like the FBI would have needed to convince a judge that it had probable cause that a crime had been committed and their agents might find evidence at Mar-a-Lago to get a search warrant. I never know how to pronounce Mar-a-Lago. Is it like Mar-a-Lago? Like Mar- I thought you did it quite well. Anyway, proceeding with a search on a former president's home would like almost surely have required sign-off from the very tippy-top officials at the, the Bureau of Investigation and the Justice Department. Um, so laughing at, you know, misfortune and his habit of flushing notes down the toilet, this is a pretty big, like, pretty big deal. Um, the FBI and judges are extremely aware of what the optics of raiding a politician, especially the president or the former president, and especially if the person they are raiding turns out to be not guilty. To do that to a former president and like p- probably the presumptive candidate for the Republicans next time means that they must have had some serious evidence to back up that search warrant. Fuck yeah. I think this is like quite... Oh, I don't want to say exciting, but it's like you know, yeah, exactly. You want to you you want to say every time that oh, this is the the this is the big moment, you know, yeah. this is the big. But we've had so yeah. many of those, and they've all always turned out to be disappointments. They've always turned out to be nothing. Yeah. But I don't know. This time it does feel like they ripped open the safe for God's sakes. You know, he's yeah. got some fucking shit in there. Yeah, I hope so. And but it's just like there already was this beautiful period of time where I felt like Trump was just out of my life he was off twitter he was out of the presidency and now like happy that maybe he's like gonna get what's coming to him but also it was a blissful period i saw one tweet it was something like to twitter please unban him just for tonight <laughs> yeah yeah and i was like oh yeah i'd, I'd actually want to see oh, him God. have a be careful what down. we wish for squish be careful what we squish yeah for. exactly <laughs> No, 
I wish you hadn't said no, that. No, that can be... It, side note, everyone loved your squisher dish of um, the newsy or the part of the newsy that was the squisher dish. And now... You can have like another part called like Squishes Wishes, like like my like Scott's tots. <laughs> I feel like my job is just expanding, expanding, expanding. <laughs> no, it's only if you. When are you going to give me business cards? It's only if you ever want. Uh, well, actually, no, it's quite helpful for me because I got quite burnt out by last Friday, and the squisher just really helped a girl out. This week, there's not so much stuff to put in. No, that's fine. Darling. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Okay, I'm going to get on to my next news, my news story, my first one. Please. U- Ukraine calls on other countries to ban Russian visitors. So I, f- I feel like we haven't talked about the fact that um, Russia is still invading Ukraine in a while. Like, yeah. that hasn't stopped. I mean, we talked about it last week, but... Oh, did we? Well, I did. I talked about the boat. Oh, you talked about Ukraine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's not Ukraine. They're two different things. Oh, uh, yeah, of course. Yeah, my bad. Um, Just a little update here is that uh, President... President President Zelensky has called for Western countries to ban all Russian visitors until they change their philosophy. So essentially being like, don't give visas to Russian people. Like, it's it's another way of sanctioning, like, Russia, right? But it's doing it to normal citizens, not just the ones going to war. Estonia, Latvia and Finland actually seem to be kind of down for this, with the Finnish Prime Minister telling their national broadcaster it's not right that at the same time as Russia is waging an aggressive, brutal war of aggression in Europe, Russians live a normal life, travel in Europe and be tourists. Nick, what do you think about that? Because it's obviously not all Russians' fault. Yeah, it's not that, yeah, because I was thinking about this as you were, as you were talking. This is the first I've heard of this. I was like, yeah, it's not Russians' fault. Like Russian citizens' fault, but what's the difference between that and any other sanction that Western countries have put on to Russia? Like, it's not the Russians' fault, but they can't have McDonald's now. Yes, yes, that's so true. And I guess they're just trying to find any like non-violent, non-invasive way of trying to somehow putting pressure. Yeah, put pressure on on Russia, and also. Like, I know that Russia's government doesn't really give a shit about what the people say, but there is something in, in like, you know, Russian people getting really fucked off that they can no longer travel, turning on Vladimir Putin, even if they can't really vote him out or whatever. Like, that dissent Mm. on the ground in Russia isn't a bad thing, I don't think. On the other hand, I do feel sorry for, like, most Russian citizens who are against this. Oh, yeah. Like, it's not the fault that they have to deal with all this shit but it is their leaders i feel more sorry for the ukrainians but yeah exactly anyway so putin's spokesperson dmitry peskov has condemned this idea quite unsurprisingly he said the irrationality of thinking in this case is off the charts and i just think that's very hypocritical like if we're going to talk about irrational thinking we could talk about going to war with 
Ukraine, but whatever. It seems rational to them, I guess. Um, and this can only be viewed extremely negatively, Nick. And any attempt to isolate Russians or Russia is a process that has no prospects. So obviously, Russia aren't keen for this. Um, you probably all could have guessed that, but I just thought it was interesting that sort of Ukraine's called on all Western countries to ban Russian citizens. Anyway, squish. You've got something that has actually started consuming more and more of my life as um, the days go on. You've got a wee if one update for us. Yeah, she threw it th- she threatened to kick me off the podcast if I didn't do a Formula One update, so I've better do it. So not much has happened over the past week on the whole F1 fiasco, the Piastri fiasco, um, but there are a few things that have sort of cleared up and a few answers mm-hmm. to some of the questions that we were left pondering after last week. So it seems pretty certain now that Danny Rick will be leaving McLaren. It'll be a major plot twist if Lando left, but there's another story. Um, but that means that McLaren will be mm. buying out his hefty contract with reports saying it could be worth up to $21 million. Which, I mean, if he doesn't get a drive next year, getting paid $21 million not to drive a Formula One car is like a pretty good deal. But it means his career would probably be over so it's fairly common for sports contracts to include a clause where if you go to another team post buyout you have to pay the value of that new contract back to the original team does Uh that make sense yeah so i.e if if he goes to haas on a five million dollar contract for next year that five million dollars will go back to mclaren anyway reports say that the mclaren piastri contract has been approved by the f1 contract review board the crb which means it's pretty final um but Alpine are prepared to take it to the highest court in the land, not necessarily to get him in the car for 2023, but to get the millions that they invested in him throughout his junior formula back. So I don't know. It's yeah. going to get pretty, you know how high value sports contracts go. They all get mm. pretty messy and it's a, it's a big, like obviously it's a big numbers game, like $21 million, like forget about it. Come on. Do, do Alpine sort of have a right to be PO'd because they've invested so much yeah. time and money? Yeah, okay, okay. I mean, yeah, they, they've got a right to be annoyed, but, like, they could have signed him earlier. Yes. Like, they could have done... They could have signed him before announcing. Yeah, yeah. Also, Nick, I've seen a lot of commentary online of people saying that Daniel Ricciardo is being, like, he's being the worst treated person in all of this. Yeah, like, it's he doesn't get a say. He doesn't get a say in it. Like, even if... Like, I suppose he could be like, no, you're not buying out my contract and I will be racing for you next year, but... It seems mean. But who wants to be in a team where they're not wanted, eh? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. I don't. It's tough because he's not doing as well as he should be. No. But he's like, he's past his expiry a little bit, but he's just so nice. Has he, though? I mean, just because he's not, like, winning in the. Remember, he won a race last year. Like, it's not like he's forgotten how to drive a car. Yeah, that's true. It's like the, the car just doesn't work for him. So, I don't know. He did well yeah. in the Alpine when he was with them, when it was Renault before he went to McLaren. So if he goes back to Alpine, maybe the car's better now and he does what, I don't know. Wait, was Alpine Renault? Yeah, Renault uh, turned to Alpine. Alpine is like their sports car brand. Oh. So you obviously haven't got that far through Drive to Survive. No, I haven't. And I'm like getting through season four, Nick, before this special Belgian Grand Prix for your birthday. So I need to. Nice. Need to get a wriggle on. Um, okay. Well, that was a good update. I feel bad for Daniel Ricciardo, but also, I just hope. I he mean, gets to either us. way, he's going to be he's going to get his twenty one million dollars. Yeah, but he's driving like, the car or not? Does he care that much about the money, or does he? He's probably he's. I mean, once you've got a couple mil, what's another couple mil? Maybe I've got 
maybe that's the reason why I'm not super rich. But so I just clicked off the script for a second and I've seen something completely like irrelevant to what we're talking about, but I think it's pretty wild. So Lewis, I saw on Twitter earlier today that a video of three cars like driving along and it was like a test to see if they'd stop if there was a child in front of it. Yeah. And two cars stopped and one car just bowled straight through and that car was a Tesla. <laughs> it was like an anti-Tesla yeah. tweet. And it, <laughs> to be fair, it did look pretty funny. <laughs> like um, Anti-Tesla propaganda. Yeah. Um, so... I just clicked off onto a Twitter feed for some reason, and I saw this tweet, and it was from like a like an Elon fanboy group, I guess. It's called Hold Mars Blog, yeah. if anyone's interested. I see them reply all the time. They're like Elon reply guys. But the tweet says, Is there anyone in the Bay Area with a child who can run in front of my car on full self-driving beta to make a point? I promise I won't run them over. In parentheses, <laughs> we'll disengage if needed. And then a couple of lines down, this is a serious request. <laughs> I kind of love that. The next tweet. This is I, this. If, if this isn't satire, then I, I don't know. The next tweet is this is completely safe as there will be a human in the car. And then the next tweet after that, okay, someone volunteered. They just have to convince their wife. <laughs> so oh, Nick. I think we're about to see a child get cleaned up by a Tesla. <laughs> but, oh God! Well, put that on the shit show Instagram if it does happen. <laughs> no. no. I might post a video of the fake trial getting cleaned up because he just spirals. It's fucking funny. Oh, well, I don't... Nick, I don't think this is a very good segue for my next story. Oh, no. (laughs) (laughs) So my next... My next story, which I wouldn't usually do, but there's been some notable deaths lately, so I thought we'd just do a wee... um, Oh, no. What? I just skipped down and read some of the people that died. No, don't. Okay, I'm going to tell the people. So anyway, I'm going to talk about a few notable deaths because I just feel like these people need our respects paid for them. Not that we paid them very well. Right. First of all, we have Issey Miyake, who is a fashion pioneer and probably most notably for us, Nick, the designer of Steve Jobs' turtlenecks. So Issey Miyake just died at age 84. So someone made a really good tweet about um, sort of this little tech meets fashion moment. Steve Jobs' uniform, you know how every day, Nick, he wore black turtleneck, New Balances, blue jeans yeah. every single day. Issa Miyake actually, like these were designer, designer turtlenecks that Steve um, Jobs was wearing. And Issa Miyake actually retired them after Steve Jobs died. Steve Jobs died in 2011, which is kind of a nice ode to steve jobs Mm. the next notable death obviously was olivia newton john at age 73 this one was actually really sad she died peacefully in her home apparently but um of cancer and john travolta did a little post for her that kind of made me tear up he said my dearest olivia you made all of our lives so much better your impact was incredible i love you so much we will see you down the road and we will all be together again yours from the first moment i saw you and forever you're danny you're john i know that's sad i saw so many beautiful tributes for her she sounded like an amazing woman and then the last one probably the most important nick for me and you is carlo bonomi who is the original voice of pingu no 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 no. (laughs) has died at age 85 so this is a sad one because nick and i like pingu was iconic a growing up oh the popcorn episode 
popcorn episode, the episode, Nick, where Pingu's drunk. No, 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 no. Pingu's not drunk. But the episode where Pingu vomits and then someone's made that meme that it's like me when I get home drunk and it's like Pingu walking around, eating food, vomiting in the toilet. Like... <laughs> <laughs> the toilet. And Nick, also, like, for, for a language that none of us understood, it's, is it actually a language? No. Oh, oh what was I saying? For the... Yeah, for something that didn't speak a language that we as kids understood. <laughs> oh my god, I just found it. Wait, I need to cut this out. For everybody listening at home, Lucy's going back through. We've had enough technical difficulties this evening. Now Lucy is going back through her own recording and deleting a fart no. so that Ruby can't hear it. Lucy, no matter how much you say, <laughs> no matter how much you say no, no. my track is separate to yours, so you'll never. <laughs> this is here forever. No, Nick. <laughs> I should not have told you. It was just a small one, but I thought the Ruby would roast me, so I had to delete it. It was just a small one, she said. <laughs> anyway, anyway. For a language that we didn't understand, Nick, was it a real language or not? For the fifth time, Lucy. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. For the fifth time, Lucy, it was Swedish. <laughs> Have you ever heard people talk like that? <laughs> no, okay. That's actually a really Anyway, my point is, for a language that doesn't actually exist, the amount of emotions that you could understand that the penguins were feeling is actually cray. Also, how menacing How menacing was that little seal that would just, like, flop around? I kind of hated that one. Was that the one that stole his um, sled in one episode? Yeah. He was a little shite. Anyway, I have a good news story to finish us off. Oh, thank you. Hawaii gets its last shipment of coal ever. Woo! So this is actually cray. I can't believe I didn't know about this. So um, the state's last ever coal shipment arrived on Wednesday, bound for the last remaining coal-fired power plant, which is due to shut down in September. So they've been pursuing like a aggressive shift towards renewable energy. In 2014, they pledged to get to 100% renewable energy by 2045. And they are actually the first state to make a net zero pledge. So, yeah, they've just received, um, after banning the use of coal for power on the islands, they've just received their last ever coal shipment. Fantastic. That is a great way to end this episode, which I'm really ready to end because um, I need to go and edit this TikTok together. I never thought I'd hear you say that. No, I know, but I'm leaning in, Nick. I'm le- I'm leaning right on it. Anyway, everyone, if you want to find some of the crack up things we've been talking about, Nick may or may not post them on the shit show Instagram. IDK. I'll probably I'll probably post the chorizo. Oh yeah, definitely. You definitely should. And if you want any more of us. Then you can find me on the end of the morning newsletter or on Culture Vulture, our pop culture podcast. And sometimes there will be squisher dishes of the newsletter so you can get some more of him there too. You can also find us on TikTok, which is random and kind of fun, but kind of low. You use a lot of the mouth eyes filter. That's what Flo said I have to stop doing. And it's like... Yeah, because it's just all it's all mouth, and I can tell it's your mouth and eyes. Yeah, but the thing is, Nick, 
we don't show our faces. So I'm really like trying to make this platform that's really face heavy work for me. Um, but anyway, yeah, you can or also on Instagram. You can find us in a bunch of places. And Nick, I'm ready to wrap this up. Are you guys on Instagram? Shut up. I thought just the shit show was on there. Also on Twitter. Anyway, we're everywhere. So come find us wherever you please. And Squish, I'll see you next week. Yes, you will. Goodbye, everybody. Bye, everyone. 